So here we are. We're back for season three for Candid, A Reason for Hope. Um, here we are. We have uh, Ryan Dever over here, one of our producers. Hey, hey how's it going? We have uh, Alanis <laughs> here. Yeah, we have Alanis here. She's a, a social media producer. Good to be here. Yeah. And we have Mr. Jimmy Meyer here. What's going on? Um, he is uh, another producer and uh, project manager. And I'm Jack Garno. It's a pleasure to be with y'all. Thanks for listening in. So, uh, uh, Jimmy, how's everything going here for you at A Ray of Hope? It's going great, man. Uh, I've been the drummer in the band for probably about a decade, uh, but I just officially came on full-time a couple months ago, and it's been awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And Alanis, you just came on too recently, right? Yeah, it's been a month. Yeah. About... Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and we got TikTok started, right? Yeah, we've been TikToking, Instagramming. It's yeah. been good. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so, uh, and g- tell us our handles again for Instagram and TikTok. For it our- is at Array of Hope Show. And Ryan, uh, you've been you've been with us a year yet, or uh, I guess it'll be a year in November. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. Man, time flies, man. It's not it's too far fun. away. Not too far away. That's right. Yeah, only a couple months, and then it'll be a year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, we've done a lot in a year, so it's been really cool. I mean, you know, we had our Rise Up Live show, we had a bunch of other stuff, new new uh, series that we've been producing, the podcast, yep. Candid, it's yeah, been yep. uh, happening a lot, so very cool. What's your favorite series you've uh, produced so far? Oh, well, you know, they're all my children, Jack, you know, so I don't want to <laughs> play a favorite. No, I don't know. They're, they've all been fun in their own ways, uh, so yeah. it's just been fun to, to be making them. So you don't play favorites. I don't play favorites. <laughs> <laughs> but you you were working here uh, like ten years ago, right? Yeah, yeah, kind of in the beginning of of Array of Hope when it was really just the the live show. Yeah. Uh, so developing content with Jimmy as well. Yeah, yeah. So we, Jimmy, we worked together back then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Jimmy was in the band. Yeah, and and it was also we you know you doing also music production at the studio as well. Right. It, yeah. So you know, we worked together like basically every day back then too. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing's changed. Full circle, yeah. <laughs> yeah, nothing's changed. yeah. <laughs> you again, <laughs> Newman. <laughs> I just saw one of my friends I haven't seen for like four or five years, and it was just like it was almost like the last time I saw him was yesterday. Yeah. You know? But um, well, that's great, guys. So so today we're going to talk about um, soulmates, and uh, so the title of today's episode is "Are Soulmates Real." Uh, but before we get into that, uh, maybe let's talk about uh, maybe our experience with uh, significant others. Ryan, you were just married. You just got married, right? Yes. <laughs> How's it going? I'm treading lightly here. Yeah, no, it's going. It's going well. It's been a. It's been a couple months. Wow. Um, Already? Yeah. Yeah. June. Yeah, June. Um, so yeah, it's it's been good. So I, you know, I'm I feel uh, ready to talk about if soulmates are real or not. <laughs> Uh, you know, it's, I've given marriage the old test drive, so I'm happy to report any <laughs> results. Consumer or, report. Yeah, consumer, yeah. Uh. The, my Ryan Kelly Blue Book um, <laughs> value. Um, yeah, no, it's been good. It's been um, nothing like crazy, you know. Uh, it's not, uh, it was just like a very easy decision. Uh, yeah. So, so it wasn't like, it's more just, oh, nice, the craziness is over of planning the wedding and everything like mm. that, but... You know, then we had a great time. The honeymoon was great. Coming back was a little bit of a bummer, obviously. Uh, yeah, back to reality, course. but no, it, it's been great. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, so, uh, so, you know, I, I'm about to get married myself. I'm a week away. It's like, it's crazy. And, um, but, but the one thing my pastor said to me this past weekend, he was like, you're either happy or, or, uh, or you're right. You're either right or you're happy. <laughs> so, you know, just, uh, keep that in mind. Some yeah. words of wisdom. Yeah. Everybody yeah. says that. It's, <laughs> so that's, it's kind of, it's gotta be some weight to that. <laughs> so are you happy or are you right? <laughs> Both, baby. <laughs> wow. No. That's good. That's a good real thing. You know, communication is key. And I mean, that, that's the biggest thing I've found is, is really just communication so that, you know, trust is established, mm-hmm. you know, obviously, of course. Um, but I tell you, man, it, 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 it's crazy. It, it's kind of uh, surreal uh, that we're approaching approaching the wedding in, in a week. And, uh, you know, we, we've we've gone... We've gone through all this uh, this time together preparing, and it, it's it's just like it's it's crazy. So, question for Ryan that will hopefully inform Jack. But okay, what do you think? Are there any differences now in your relationship that you're married that uh, you noticed? You've only been married for a couple months, but yeah, is there anything that you've noticed change for the better? Um, the worst? I, I, I don't know. I think it's, I, I could be making a leap here. I think it's a little different for, for guys than it is for girls. We had like a brief talk about it. Like, oh, do you feel different whenever? And, and for her, it was kind of like, it, it feels uh, our relationship is more whole. Not mm. that it doesn't feel that way for me, but it's mm. it's definitely like, I think maybe guys, it's more difficult to express that mm. sentiment, that feeling of like, I'm here, I'm not going anywhere. Mm. Even if you're in a great relationship with somebody, right. you still have the option to walk away. True. You know? Yeah. So it's it's like, you know, we hope hope we come back to each other at the end of the day. Even, you know, right. you, obviously trust comes into play. Right. But I think she was kind of expressing that like, now that we're married, it's like, oh, wow, I really know that. You're that here. Ryan is here and whatnot. Yeah, um, that's nice. Yeah, so it's good, well, especially yeah. in today's world. You know, it's like I feel like a lot of people just have, uh, you know, a, a problem with commitment. Mm-hmm. You know, a sort of um, aversion to commitment, and uh, me being one of them in certain instances sure. of my life. You yeah. know, for sure, um, it's a big decision, marriage and. And I mean, I mean, even taking the step to just, you know, ask somebody out on a date or, mm. uh, you know, actually commit to dating someone. It's, it's a big, it's a big decision. Um, Jimmy, I mean, so you, you've, uh, been dating Mackenzie for a while and, yeah, uh, what, four years. Yeah. So yeah. what's your, uh, experience dating? I've had, um, a, a handful of longer relationships. Um, I didn't like date short, like I was always in a relationship for a yeah, little yeah. while. Um, and mine and Mackenzie's relationship is great. It's awesome. Um, better than, it's like the only healthy relationship I think I've ever been in. Uh, our communication is really good. Um, but I think, uh, going to what you were saying, like about the culture, Mm. I don't know if it's so much of a commitment issue. Mm. It's like this FOMO that you're like missing out on something else. Mm. And I feel like when, you know, I was dating, uh, before being with Mackenzie, it was kind of like everybody's kind of like comparing you to somebody else. And and you think, oh, well, maybe there's somebody better out there. And it's it's no longer like love is an action, not a feeling, right? So like you kind of have to choose your person and say, okay, I am going to love you. But people want to feel like they're being loved. And I feel like it's kind of this one-way street that it confuses things. Um, if that makes sense. So I think with my relationship, mine and Mackenzie's relationship, 
we're always thinking about the other person. And that that yeah, actually yeah. makes there be a lot less issues in your relationship because you're not always like, well, what about me? What about me? Mm. Uh, and I think, you know, thinking about it before this podcast uh, yeah. and like what I was going to talk about, I, I do think that when you're in a relationship, the healthier relationships are ones where you put the other person's happiness at, like a little bit before yourself. Like you yeah. still have to be happy, but by making someone happy, we feel happy, right? Or even more so, holiness. Putting right. their holiness right. Right. You know, first and, and yours, putting both of your holiness right. uh, states of holiness first. I, I think that really speaks to today's episode too, like our, our soulmates real, because I what I just... Uh, was thinking when when you were talking is that you know feeling versus action love mm. as a verb versus love as right. a noun right yeah. is that if if soulmates are real then maybe it's maybe that sort of um viewpoint is more based on a on a love as a feeling mm. kind of philosophy mm -hmm. of life yeah versus if love is a choice mm. you know then then Maybe soulmates aren't real. So I mean, Ali, Ali, this uh, this was kind of your idea, you know, mm -hmm. to talk about soulmates, and um, so I guess what is a soulmate, and you know, what are your thoughts on if they are real or not? Yeah. So this was actually a concept that I really had to rebuke for a lot of years because of just mm -hmm. like the state of our culture, the things we're seeing, like in movies, love stories, all of these things mm -hmm. that is just like ingrained into our brains from a very young age. Absolutely. And I think it's comforting to know that like this idea of a soulmate, like we don't have to work for it. Mm. It'll come in time. Like mm, God right. has handpicked this person for us and has made it so that they're just like perfect. Um, yeah. And yeah. Yeah. I'm just waiting along and waiting for him to come. But um, yeah, it, it is a lie. It comes, it actually stems from, can I share with you guys where it stems from? Because I think it's Please. so interesting. Yeah. Around 2000 years ago, the Greek philosopher Plato surmised that there was once a super race of androgynous humans that made an attempt to overthrow the gods. And these superhumans were both male and female. And so Zeus actually thought that they were going to overpower the gods. So he decided to split them in half um, so that they would be weaker. But in doing so, they were so lost. They spent the entirety of their lives trying to find each other and trying to be reunited. So then when they did find oh. each other, um, it led to their deaths because they were unwilling to do anything apart from each other, which I think is so interesting because I think nowadays, especially in a Christian view of love, we we believe that like love makes us stronger, right? When we're united, mm. it should make us stronger if mm. it's authentic love. Right. But yeah. in this mindset of thinking... Because it's not true authentic love, it's more of this like um, we're dependent on each other, very yeah. codependent relationship. Yeah, it makes us weaker. Right. So I found that to be interesting. Uh, yeah, that's uh, very ph philosophically, you know, profound. I would say, and and I I'm glad you. So that's where this stems from, mm -hmm. essentially, this yeah. idea of soulmate. <laughs> Hey, if you're enjoying this interview, be sure to check out the full video version on the Array of Hope channel. Subscribe for free at watch.arrayofhope.net. Then download the app by searching Array of Hope on your mobile device, Apple TV, or Roku. I Go ahead, Jimmy. That's ahead. very interesting because I feel like culturally now, too, having been guilty of this myself, like you stay in relationships because... It's easier, it's comfortable, you don't have to work as hard, but it, it 
comes in with a detriment. Like it actually is to your detriment to stay in that relationship because you become dependent on that person. And I think if you think back to yeah. decades ago, people didn't date as casually as people date now. So you, if you, yeah, you really wanted correct. to think about, do I want to date this person? Do I want to marry them? Absolutely. Is that the reason that I'm dating them? Mm-hmm. And now it's kind of like, well, I'm lonely. I'm not happy. Mm. So maybe I can find somebody else who can make me feel less lonely or make right. me feel happy. And I think that that is because of this soulmate term Mm -hmm. that you think like, oh, well, this person will complete me. It's like, well, no, you should be complete yourself and you should be making that other person's life more whole because of how whole you are, more holy because of how holy you are. And I think that, um, I think the terminology and kind of like that soulmate, the easiness, like you said, of the term soulmate makes people, Hmm. when things get hard, they just stop and they're like oh this is too hard stop trying yeah Mm -hmm. i'm with this needs to end you know and i think there's a false sense of black and white when it comes to this where Mm. people think it's this or it's this or like if if it's like everything needs to fit a slogan right so it's like you know uh beer before liquor you only get sicker people like need <laughs> yeah. these things yeah. to be like well that's true because it rhymes and and if i'm not feeling this right now then it's over mm-hmm. but if you have or, too much of anything you're gonna get sick right yeah exactly yeah. but yeah, it, it's yeah. it's yeah. just so it, there are a lot of pitfalls with it because you don't want to be caught up and i've talked to people before where it's like well you know the relationship is not great but i think god put this person in my life and i think i could maybe i can help them in this way and it's like no no not at all not at all mm. like it's okay to be a little bit selfish it's not the right word to say selfish but just aware of what your time is worth and what your worth is as a human being but then the pendulum swings in the whole other direction that's just like i'm a king or i'm a queen and i can sit on my butt and do nothing and god's gonna bring me this person because i'm so this right it's like no it's not that either but it it so it can be very difficult because you get these messages on social media it's like girl or boy, if you're not doing this, then you don't do it. And you're like, okay, absolutely, because it rhymes and because a million people liked it so that I have to then adopt that to my very specific relationship that is being made to be super broad and and paint by numbers. So it's really difficult these days for people to understand where God comes in to play in that relationship, Yeah, how and what your role is in that, Mm. um, and kind of just getting away from all these false definitions of love and yeah. soulmates mm-hmm. and whatnot in this dream. And I think that's such a great point that it's like, you know, this is an active thing and it's a choice and it's not great all the time, you right, know, but right, it's like, who yeah. do you want to work with? Who sure. do you want to build towards heaven or, or a good relationship? Well, that's just mm-hmm. the thing. It's, uh, I forget who says it all the time in the Catholic world, but your, your, your spouse, your partner should be your your running partner to heaven. Mm. And so if, if there's anybody who, uh, so the term soulmate, you know, like it, as we're defining it here, we're, we're saying that, you know, the term soulmate you know, or someone's soulmate doesn't exist because it's a choice. It's our choice to, to choose, to choose who we love. But at the same time, maybe if we define it a different way, as in like, you know, someone who's, you know, going to get us to heaven, who's going to help us get to heaven, then maybe, you know, everybody has a soulmate, but that soulmate is God. Mm. Soulmate is Jesus Christ. So I, I could be, so that that's a different definition of the term, you know, but, but we're all called to be united to God, mm-hmm. you know, through Jesus Christ, through the, through the love of the Holy Spirit. And so the person who most fully reflects 
Jesus in our life in, in terms of like a, a spousal relationship, mm. we could we could technically, maybe not technically, but practically think of them as our soulmate because it's the it's the soulmate, right? The soulmate that we've chosen to to bind our souls together for for everlasting life from now until death do us part. Two is one. It two is one. And we're gonna get, you know, we're gonna get our ourselves to heaven. We're gonna help each other get to heaven. So maybe maybe in that sense, again, I, I don't wanna like uh speak incorrectly or or mis misinterpret the term soulmate, but I, I think it's important um to and to speak more to what Jimmy was talking mm. about. Like really making God, really making Jesus the one who we're dependent on. You know, mm -hmm. if we're dependent on this this so-called soulmate that you know that we're that's supposed to come to us because they were meant to come to us, and we just we just stop trying and wait for that to happen. It's like no, you know, act and God will act. Work and God will work. I forget which saint saint said that, but <laughs> it's it's a great one. And um, I yeah, I think I really the answer is just. Depending on Jesus, not mm -hmm. depending on another human being, depending on Jesus and, and, and letting that other human being know, uh, whether you're dating them or you're married to them, hey, you know, I love, you know, I, I love you more than anything in this world, except for Jesus. Mm -hmm. I love Jesus the most. Mm -hmm. And in that way, you can, you can know that I'm actually loving you. So... I don't know. What, what, do you, what do you guys think about that definition of soulmate? It's a little, maybe it's a little out there. It's a stretch. I really liked how you said like your spouse or your, your partner should be like your running mate to heaven. Yeah, yeah. I think that that's a really cool way of saying it and relating it back to music, which I'll always there you try go. to yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, please. Is in publishing, uh, there's a, a writer's share and a publisher's share. And instead of it being 50-50, because there's always this term like better half, it's actually to make people feel better, 100% and 100%. Mm. So the total of uh, that, those rights are 200%. So I think that hmm. idea of running mate is you shouldn't be giving 50% along with somebody else. You should both be giving 100 And if you do that, you're going to get to heaven, right? Yeah, yeah. And I think that that's a really cool way of looking at it. I've never heard of it that way before, but um, yeah. Yeah, and if you're dependent on someone that's human and flawed, you're going to be let down every time. So right. if you kind yeah. of put someone up on a pedestal and like, oh, and then the right. minute they they mess up, which they will, right. it's going to be like, oh, that means that I shouldn't have been with this person, and I, that means this. And it's right. kind of like, mm -hmm. and when that's the foundation of your relationship, the foundation crumbles, right? right. Yep. So if sand you, versus right, rock, exactly. Right. That's a good way of putting it too. Is that you know the foundation should be something that doesn't change. That's always the same, right? When the winds come, the storms come. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Like what's your relationship founded on, based yeah. on? So, all right, cool, guys. All right, well, that that was a good discussion. Uh, yeah. Allie, do you want to add anything else? Yeah, can I? Please, yeah. please, yeah. please do yeah. it. I just really love the idea of God being our soulmate. Um, mm -hmm. A little T.O.B. glimmer for you guys. I love T.O.B. Oh, T.O.B. Uh, one, two, three. T.O.B. one, two, three. Is that a thing? <laughs> yeah. Go, go listen to a past <laughs> podcast episode. Okay, okay. Gotcha. Um, no, but when God creates, uh, everything he creates, he like fills it with something. So the sky, he fills it with like birds and creatures, clouds, whatever. Uh, the sea, he filled it with fish, water, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, but when he created us, mm. like he filled us with him, right? Yeah. Like he breathed mm. life into us. So in a sense, yeah. like literally we are 
like created for him. Mm -hmm. And so through that breath, like we can find another person to help us understand that love that he has for us, like that communion of persons in the Trinity even, Mm -hmm. um, to reflect that on earth and get just like a glimpse of heaven through the person we are with on earth. So they're not our soulmate, but God is our soulmate, which I love that you alluded to that. That's a fun concept. See, that's what I was trying to say, but you just, you said it way better than me. (laughs) Clip that. Yeah. All right, guys. Awesome, well, guys. I think that wraps up this episode of uh, Reason for Hope Candid, Our Soulmates Real. Let us know what you guys think. Shoot us an email, uh, call our office. Uh, let us know what you think. What are we, in 1990? <laughs> Send us DM a fax. Us. Yeah. Find us on TikTok. <laughs> Find us on Instagram. At Array of Hope Show. Uh, mm-hmm. All right, y'all. Talk to you next time. Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for joining us for another episode of A Reason for Hope Candid. Next week's podcast episode features Mario Costabile's interview with Bishop Joseph Strickland. They'll be discussing the vocation of a bishop within the church, the modern confusion surrounding the Eucharist, and why it is imperative to deepen our devotion to Jesus through adoration of the Blessed Sacrament. If you haven't already, be sure to follow our podcast so you're always in the loop for new releases. Also, make sure to follow Array of Hope on social media and check out our music. You can find all this information in the show notes for this episode. Thanks again for listening, and we'll be with you next week for our interview with Bishop Joseph Strickland titled, What is the Role of a Bishop? Until next time, peace be with you.